Baseball Money is Fake on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. Welcome to Baseball Money is Fake, a fantasy baseball podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am Blake Meyer. My voice is a little different today because my Chiefs won the Super Bowl last night and I made sure everybody knew it. And so... Riding the struggle bus a little bit today, but we're back at it again. Never miss an episode. I'm here with my man Ryan Gilbert. How you doing today? Yeah, pretty pretty similar to you, but on, on the other side, uh, the losing side of the, that game last night. Great game, fantastic Super Bowl as a, as a very casual football fan. But I, I did get a little bit invested going into yesterday's game, the Super Bowl, obviously, and it just reminded me why why I stopped caring about football as much. Cause I, I was a huge, <laughs> I was a huge Eagles fan back in the early two thousands when they would go to the NFC championship game and lose every year and then lost in the Super Bowl. And then I got more into baseball and hockey. And like, as I, as I grew up more and football just faded to the background and yeah, it was, it's, it's, it's a tough day for the city of Philadelphia. That's okay by me. Cause it's a great <laughs> day for the city of me. I'm enjoying <laughs> the hell out of this, but I'm also enjoying it because it's, Baseball season. I almost said a bad word. I'm trying to, since we do this on YouTube now, I'm trying to like wait a little bit before I throw them out there. But it is baseball season. Pitchers and catchers are reporting. Spring training is right around the corner. I just, I'm so ready for this. And I've been waiting for this episode we're about to do for a minute just because we did our, like our infield rankings before. And they went really well. I loved those episodes. It's fun putting our rankings out there, kind of going over guys that we liked. And we're getting to the outfield, and it gets a little trickier because obviously outfield is three positions kind of grouped into one. And so it's a lot longer of a list of guys. And so we were trying to figure out how we wanted to do this. And I think we found an excellent way to do that. Yeah, because our, our, our shows for the infield positions, we had 12 to 15, and they took an hour. So with uh, <laughs> the outfielder roster spots being three usually in the standard league and then having a util spot or two, we're going to want to go over 40, 50 outfielders. So if we did that 12, 15 at a time, it would probably take three or four episodes. So I figured out a way, try to do it and keep it down to two episodes. We have the top 50 outfielders here. I rank them, not rank them. I have average, uh, the average ADP from uh, Fantasy Pros. They have ESPN, Yahoo, Fantrax, CBS. Oh, I don't think they have Yahoo. They have uh, CBS and, and whatnot. So got that. We got them uh, kind of tiered out here in one, two, three, four, five, seven, eight, seven or eight tiers, maybe, maybe a little bit more. We'll try to get through the top four tiers today, which will be uh, through the 21st rank out outfielder. So we're not exactly ranking these guys, but we'll go through the group. We'll, we'll touch on possibly, maybe not everyone in the group, but Blake and I will both give uh, give our favorite person out of that group and probably our least favorite and anyone in the middle that, that sticks out for us. So um, 
Yeah, let's get it started right here with, with the top group. The top group is just or before we get started here, make sure you are subscribed <laughs> to the Baseball Money is Fake feed. Uh, make sure you are subscribed to our feed, not just the SGPN feed. If you're listening on there, obviously a lot of great shows in the SGPN network, but subscribe to the Baseball Money is Fake uh, gets us up the charts as we look to grow here into our first full season. And now on YouTube, now on TikTok, uh, Instagram is kind of coming along there, uh, Facebook, obviously on Twitter at Fake Baseball. You can find all that on our link tree in our Twitter uh, profile. And I think that I think that's that's all we got to advertise. And we were we, we were also that. just on uh, oh, Slipper yeah. in the Bus, the Fangraphs uh, podcast over there with Jason and Justin, and that was awesome. You can go check that out now on their youtube or it is on i think they do like apple Podcasts and itunes mm-hmm. is where i think you can find those at yeah we're talking some uh hitters rising at the adp rankings and then we talked uh some of the newer like the aj puck trade and things like that over there with those guys so go check that out it was a really cool time yeah that was a lot of fun can't believe i forgot about that yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I just i just erased yesterday from my memory i guess just that, that sunday is, is just gone it does feel like more than one day ago, honestly. So it yeah, really check does. that out. It's now baseball season here. We got pitchers and catchers reporting, as, as Blake said earlier. And uh, yeah, we're getting back into our quote unquote rankings here. So starting with the top tier is just the the first first round outfielders you got from Aaron Judge at ADP two point two, uh, Soto, Ronald Acuna, Kyle Tucker, Julio Rodriguez, Mookie Betts, and Jordan Alvarez all from 2.2 down to 10.4, all uh, first-round guys there. So who who pops out for you from that list, either positively or negatively? Um, well, I mean, I'm a Mariners fan, so the J-Rod show points out. But I'm going to go a different way with this one. Uh, I think Acuna is the one that stands out the most to me, just because I had some – Issues with him going into this year just because, well, not issues. That's a weird way to put it. I had him lower ranked on my fantasy pros rankings early on because he had that knee issue that he came back from and he seemed to have lost all that lift on the ball last year. He had still had his excellent speed. He just didn't have the power. And all he has done this offseason is have videos out there of him and like, the, I don't even know what baseball league he was playing in hitting absolute nukes. And so I think all the power's back. And if the power's back, he's going to steal 40 bases this year. So Acuna could have a 40-40 season. Yeah, Acuna also is someone I I was uh, meaning to bring up because I'm glad you brought up his injuries because I was looking at his numbers last year. His power numbers were way down there, only uh, 15 home runs after having 24 in half a season the year before. He had 14 home runs in the, in the shortened season and, and 46 games. So for him to only get 15 home runs, <laughs> only had 24 doubles, you know. But then you look at his his whole career, he's averaging 38 home runs per 162 games. He hits 277 for his career, still only 25, just turned 25 in December. So still on the up and up. And yeah, you, you said it. He, he's, he's hitting bombs in the offseason. And I forgot what league that was in, but. Yeah, I don't know what to make of Acuna. I don't think I would take him. He might be my my last out of out of this group because I take Judge and Soto over him. I take I lean to Tucker. I I, I like him in that Houston lineup. Jerrod I think is only going to be on the up and up. Mookie Betts 
I love Mookie Betts. He, he's my he's my positive one here. He has only because primarily because he has second base eligibility, and we talked about that on our second base ranking show. Make sure you go listen to that if you haven't already. Yes. And then Jordan Alvarez uh, was my my namesake of my Air Jordan team last year. So if, if I can get him, <laughs> I don't think I'll I don't think I I couldn't bring myself to pass up on Acuna for for Alvarez. But he's not someone that if one of the other top few guys are there, I'm going to be taking. Yeah, I, I don't. I I have him probably second on the list, behind Judge. I mean, if I was putting him in order, it'd go Judge, Acuna, J. Rod would be my top three. Probably the lowest I would have on that list would be. Man, it's hard to say Jordan, but because mm-hmm. it's the top of these lists are always weird because you always <laughs> want to try and like say some negative reason why they're lower. I love all these guys, but if I had to rank them, Jordan would be at the bottom only because he's the only one on here that's not going to steal double-digit bases this year, more than likely. Would you so, have you have you have Tucker over him? You think Tucker has a high enough home run ceiling? Yeah, I think I think he is a thirty twenty-five guy this year, and that lineup only got better, so he's going to score more runs potentially. It's just, the only reason Jordan's at the bottom is because I mean the big man is slow. He's He's not gonna. He's not stealing the bases. Everybody else, everybody else is gonna get to the average that Jordan will get you. Everybody else is gonna maybe not have quite the power that he he's gonna have, but they're gonna have the power. They're gonna score runs. They're gonna drive in runs. So he's probably the lowest for me. But I mean, it's not a knock on him. I still want him in every league that I can get him. Yeah, he he he's the lowest ADP, so it makes sense that you have him lowest there. Uh, I did want to point out to people that uh, we are including. ESPN, CBS, uh, RT Sports, NFBC, and fan tracks in this. And when I, when I was got texted Blake about this before the show, that some of these ESPN ranks <laughs> or ADPs are way off. Like Acuna is either pick two or four for the other four. And then for ESPN, he's 28. So that's why yeah. his ADP overall is at eight. But realistically, it's three average based on two and four. And, and there's similar stuff to that as we uh, move down. I'll point that out. Uh yeah, yeah. I, I still I remember the one ESPN league I did. I got in like fourth round. <laughs> yeah, I remember. But uh, anybody ESPN else? Draft. I mean, no. I I love Mookie up there just because the second base eligibility, mm-hmm. like you said, that can't get talked about enough. But other than that, like a lot of the guys are very similar. The big power speed average guys. So yeah, you can't yeah. go wrong. You need to take one of those top tier first basemen. Yeah, or yeah, that, that's that's. All right, outfielders. Outfielder, yeah, especially because as we go down here, you'll see that it falls off uh, pretty quickly. All yeah, right. the uh, the second tier here, it, it's kind of in there on his own, but I'm going to also throw. Um, so Mike Trout is between 17 and 23 ADP everywhere, uh, average 20.6, and then right below him, but not right below him, is Michael Harris at 38 average. But that's because ESPN has him 70. Uh, Fantrax has him 46, but CBS, RT Sports, and NFBC all have him 20, 26, 22, 26, and 26. So I think that's a, a solid second tier of if you miss out on those top top six or six or seven guys there, if you get one of Trout or Harris, or if you can get one of Trout and Harris plus one of those top guys, I think you're, you're pretty set at outfield. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how Mike Trout does this year because he was – incredible last year i'm pretty sure he finished the season pretty strong and if yeah he had 40 home runs last year he very quietly had 40 home runs for mm-hmm. the second straight 
full season that he played in. I mean, he was hurt 2021, shortened season. He had 17 home runs in 53 games, though. That's 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 incredible. So that's the power's ridiculous. there. He's he he's still Mike Trout, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up with similar numbers to those first round guys. I wouldn't either. I th- I think as long as he's healthy, Mike Trout is arguably better than ever power wise. Uh, he had what was it? Uh, September October last year, he hit twelve home runs in twenty eight games to end the year mm-hmm. while hitting three twenty one. Just absurd. He had the highest barrel rate of his career last year, nineteen point seven percent. Uh, average exit velo, 91.6%. I think the stat was – it's like my favorite stat. Uh, it didn't end the year that way, but there was a point last year where uh, Mike Trout and Julio Rodriguez were the only two people in like the 95th percentile in average exit velo and sprint speed. So he's still fast. He doesn't steal as many bases as he did, but I'm curious to see if he's going to be more inclined to steal – this season with the rule changes with the bigger bags and everything, that'll be an interesting one to see. But yeah, he's, he has light tower power, 40 home runs in 118 games. Absurd. He, he could very well outperform some of those guys in that first tier this year. Yeah. And I I could see his ADP rising as the spring training moves along and stuff. Yeah, it, the only thing that might keep his speed down is if he's hitting ahead of Otani. You don't want to necessarily get off base for for Otani there, but decent lineup in, in the in uh, for the Angels, if, especially if Ward can be decent lead off, and you got Trout, Otani, and Rendon. As we said last episode, a few episodes ago, maybe this is the year the Angels are finally decent. Uh, and then Michael Harris, I, I I don't know if if he'll be able to keep it up in a sophomore season. He obviously had, I think he had a big second half for the Braves. He was always in that rookie of the year conversation with Strider. Um, yeah. Second half, he had 11 home runs and hit 307 in 66 yeah. games. First half, eight home runs hit 283 in 48 games. So he played more games in the second half, had more home runs. That makes sense. But OPS 880 second half, 816 first half. You wonder if he could just build on that this season. Yeah. I'm curious because He's somebody that I'm not sure like how high his upside goes. I'm not saying he doesn't have upside. He obviously does. I'm just not sure just how good he can be. I mean, he had 19 home runs and 20 stolen bases last year in 114 games, which is a pretty good year. That's probably like a 25-25 season if he plays a full season. Not bad. Hit 300, go 25-25. But also we are in an era of baseball where – 25-25 doesn't put you as one of the top outfielders at this point. Like, mm-hmm. we have a handful of guys that could go 40-40, and it's not not that absurd. Now, are they going to hit 300 like he did? I'm not sure, but I'm also not sure that he's going to hit 300 again, again this year. So I like him in that second tier, but I have Trout considerably ahead of Michael Harris. I've I'm fading Michael Harris a little bit this year, not because I think he's bad, but just because I don't – he's too much of a question mark for what this year is going to be like. Yeah, I agree. I think he has he has a limited ceiling besides the fact that he does have that average. He's going to be one of those, one of those solid guys that, that's good all around, maybe 20 home runs, 75 RBIs, 80, 85 runs, but and stolen bases. But he never, he never really hit for power in the minors. He only had uh, 14 home runs in 197 games. So 
maybe we'll see that 19 number even come down. So that that I guess that's yeah. why Harris kind of is kind of fluctuating all over the place. I know he's not someone I wouldn't want to have him be my first outfielder. I'd only take him if I get one of those one of those top guys. Yeah, if I get like a just stack him with Acuna or something, so you can go a, a Braves centered outfield would be kind of nice. But yeah, he's he's in no way going to be an outfield number one for me. But then we got the next tier of guys. I see a Philly in there. Uh, what is this? Ten down to fifteen. Uh, we got Kyle Schwarber. Randy Rosarena, Cedric Mullins, Luis Robert, Dalton Varsho, and George Springer. Uh, which one are you highest on in that group? Um, possibly it's probably between Rosarena and, and Mullins for me. I don't trust Robert to to stay healthy. Varsho, I view of as more of a catcher at this point. I think he'll probably be, probably be gone by the time I'd feel comfortable drafting him. And then Springer, I mean, is just barely in that same tier because this tier goes from 42 ADP down to 65. Uh, yeah, I, I like a Rosarena. I think, you know, the, the Rays are always a sneaky team. They always stay in it. You had 20 home runs last year, 263, 32 stolen bases. So a little bit less, less average than uh, Michael Harris. But if you can get him right now, his ADP is... 10 picks later, I'd feel comfortable having him. Then obviously I, I got to shout out my, my guy, my guy Schwarbs there. He's going to be hitting <laughs> the top of the order. We'll have Trey Turner up there now with him. I don't know if he'll get 46 home runs, but I think he is someone that will benefit from no shift as well because he hits the ball hard. I know he strikes out a lot, but he hits the ball hard. He's going to be uh, more hits through the infield. And he has that home, that home run power. So, I don't know if I would trust any of these guys to be my outfield one. Like you, you. If I don't get one of those top eight outfielders up to Trout, I would want to get probably two from this group or, or a combination of three from this group and next group, just so I'm I'm good. Yeah, start to get a little nervous if you don't get one of those first ones. Like if you're not getting one of those first ones, it better be for a really really good reason. Like you better get a top tier second baseman. Like Jazz Chisholm, will plug to me for no other reason than I just felt like it. But yeah, I think if I was going based off of which one of these guys, if one of them had to be my outfield number one, it would probably be Mullins. Just banking off of hoping that the power comes back because he only had 16 home runs last year. They still sold 34 bases, but he had 37 doubles and 30 home runs in 2021 while he hit just shy of 300. So if if he can have some kind of resurgence this year, he did, he was down in some areas. Barrel rate dropped to below 5% last year, which I don't like. Average exit velo dropped a whole mile per hour. I'm not the biggest fan of that. Uh, sweet spot rate dropped by 6%. Not good. Hard hit rate dropped by 2%. But... I'm telling you, I still like him as absurd as I just made that sound. Uh, he does pull the ball fairly significantly. And he was shifted 52% of the time last year, and he was way better against no shift. His Wobo with the shift was 305. It was 332 without the shift. So no shift this year. Maybe he makes a little harder contact like he did in 2021, and all of a sudden you've got yourself a, a solid outfield number one that you're – you can get in the, the fifth round. 
Yeah, I, I have a soft spot for the Orioles, and the Orioles should be better this year. And Mullins mm-hmm. like the leadoff, Rushman, Gunner, Santander, Mountcastle behind him. So even if that power doesn't necessarily come back all the way, he should get uh, plenty of steals. He's projected for 31. Doesn't hit for, for great average, but he should be able to get some some counting stats, especially runs at the uh, top of the lineup. He had 91 runs two years ago and 89 last year. So he was still going on base. He was still uh, still coming around to score, but just did not have the same power. Yeah, I think, and I think the guy that I'm lowest on from the list probably is Luis Robert, but I'm where they like highest and lowest on him at the same time because the health of Luis Robert is really fucking good. But I've we've never really seen a healthy Luis Robert outside of 2020, and as everybody knows, that season doesn't really count because it was like a half a season. So. If Luis Robert can stay healthy, the power is there. The speed is there. He has the intangibles that you look for. He can hit over 300 in a season. But if he's going to take or if he's going to miss like 80 games this year, there's no way that you can take him in, what is he, his sixth round? Uh, no, he's fifth round. I I don't I don't like him in that, that fifth round. But if he's healthy, I love him in the fifth round. Yeah, he's he's very not necessarily. I guess he is high risk, high reward. Because if he stays healthy and you get him here, he can end up being definitely a, a second tier or first or first round talent. But if he doesn't stay healthy, he's only going to help you half of the year, possibly not even in the playoffs if he gets hurt before that. So, yeah, he's probably my last one there. And I was looking into him as you were were talking there. George Springer, I think, is is being slept on here a little bit. He. He's done it his uh, whole career. Had 25 home runs last year. Averages 36 per per 162 games. So you know, in that uh, that Blue Jays lineup, he he could be slept on a little bit. I think Springer could be easily just as good as a Rosarina or, or Harris, and he's like 20, 20, 25 picks later. So I think he. We're, we're kind of ignoring him because he's at the bottom of this tier, but if you the tiers kind of blend together a little bit, and I think he, he's worth talking about. Yeah, the upside is there. 133 games last year. The doubles, well, he's never really been a doubles here. I mean, he had 22 doubles, four triples, and 25 home runs. So like that, that's not bad at all. He had 39 home runs in 2019 when everybody and their mother could hit 30 home runs. But yeah, he seems to always hover right around that 265 average. Dang, he hit 265 in 2018, 265 in 2020, 264 in 2021, 267 in 2022. So you kind of know what you're going to get. On base percentage is always high. He's got a career 358 on base percentage. He offers you essentially every category that you're looking for in fantasy. I'm not the biggest fan of his barrel rate dropping from 15% in 2021 to 8% in 2022. That's a fairly significant drop. So I'd like to see him making a little harder contact, but he bats. Doesn't he bat lead off for Toronto? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he bats lead off. Yeah. So like if you can get a guy in the sixth round, that's got some pop and some speed and is batting lead off. That's not bad. I don't know if I want him as a, a outfield number one, but He's a real good outfield number two. Yeah, I was just supposed to say a really solid outfield number two, especially if you do get like someone shaky that you're not sure about, like like Harris or like a, like a Robert in the round before. If you can get two, two outfielders there around round five six and kind of you know 
I guess you you kind of got to get an outfielder in the first three or four rounds. But if, if you wait yeah. for five, six and, and get two solid guys there, it's not too bad. And final thing on Springer is they moved the uh, Blue Jays moved their fences in a little bit, but Ooh, they made them bright. taller. But they made them taller. Yeah. So, like, I don't know how that's going to impact it. Maybe it'll get them uh, uh, more doubles that would have been would have been flyouts. Who knows? But just yeah. just wanted, wanted to, to point that out. That's also something. wanted to. Also want to point out that uh, WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, a.k.a. WinBet's build-your-own-bet. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. And, of course, if you hit the biggest long-shot parlay of the week, you get $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. If you want to run over and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available, if you or somebody knows a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Okay. Also, I wanted to point out Schwarber. I absolutely love Schwarber there, too. Just to, mm. I want to touch on him too. Like he, the man does everything. I love a thick boy that top that bats at the top of the order. He's got so much power, and he's really just leaned into the fuck hitting for average. I just want to hit bombs, <laughs> kind of persona. So he's gonna, he's not gonna help you at all in your batting average department. But I mean, I think he was second in the league in home runs last year with forty six, and that's nothing new for him. The, the dude just hits home runs all the time. Oh, he's one shy of 200 career home runs. So early congratulations, Mr. Schwarber. But the barrel rate is just absurd. He had a 20% barrel rate last year, which is nuts. Second in the league. Uh, average exit of 93.3 miles per hour. Harder hit rate, 54.4 miles per hour. Much like guys like Jordan, his uh, baseball savant page is just blood red. All the numbers, except expected batting average, 31st percentile. And he's one of the rare guys. He doesn't chase a lot of pitches. He swings and misses a lot, but he only chases 87% of the pitch. Or he's in the 87th percentile for chase rate. So he offers you a lot, and he bats at the top of the order. RBIs are going to be slim pickings, but that Phillies lineup is so deep that he may have plenty of guys in front of him this year compared to other years. Yeah, I was just going to say that hopefully he'll be batting second and have Trey Turner hitting leadoff ahead of him because – he had um, eight multi-home run games last year. Six of those games, both home runs were solo shots. And the other two <laughs> games, he had a total of three RBIs. So if he can get even just one guy on ahead of him with, with Trey Turner there, get some more RBIs. And I am expecting the Phillies lineup to be deeper than, than last year. Brandon Marsh, protected hit ninth, I think they can help him bounce back a bit. Bryson Stott down there as well can work out some, some good at-bats. So, yeah, I, I like Schwarber a lot. He's going to Always hit for some power. Speaking of hitting for power, we have a few power hitting guys in this next tier, uh, which goes 16 to 21. Uh, Brian Reynolds, Eloy Jimenez, Adolis Garcia, Corbin Carroll, Teoscar Hernandez, Hernandez, and Starling Marte. If you had to pick one, which is your favorite of that group of guys? Um, I haven't looked at all of them yet. Look over right now. I, I just off the cuff here. I think Reynolds is being undervalued. He's all the talks have been about how he wants a trade request. He had 27 home runs last year, 24 the year before. 
if he gets traded to the Yankees, for, perhaps, or possibly to the Dodgers, his value is going to skyrocket, and he'll probably be towards the top of that tier we just talked about, at least in the middle. So I think Reynolds is uh, being slept on a little bit. Also a big fan. Uh, well, Eloy is similar to Luis Robert, where he has the skills, can't stay healthy. I like Adolis Garcia a lot. I think that Texas lineup is going to be good. Uh, 27 home runs, 101 RBIs last year. Hit 250, which is which is fine for for those power numbers. Also a big fan of Tiasker, uh, going to from Toronto to Seattle. I think is probably a little bit hit on the ballpark factors and uh, the lineup, but he's always been a guy I, I've enjoyed. 25 home runs, 75 RBIs, probably every year you can get from him. Uh, Marte, he's a, he's a Met. He doesn't really do. Marte's kind of like a, 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 a Michael Harris light. He's going to get 15 yeah. to 20 home runs, what, 60, 70 RBIs, hit 290. But out of this group, like, if if I got, say, Schwarber, Springer, and Tiasker as my three outfielders in round four, six, and seven, I'd, I'd be very happy. Yeah. I mean, these guys' ADP is so close, too. I mean, mm-hmm. Brian Reynolds at 16, his ADP is 76. And then Starling Marte at 21, his ADP is 87. And all of my mocks that I have done, I seem to always find myself taking two guys from this like group of outfielders just because I think after this is when it really starts to fall off. So this is the last tier of somebody that like I'm real comfortable with. Eloy is probably my favorite of all of these because if Eloy is healthy, he can give you outfielder one production if he's healthy i mean in the second half of last year after he came back from his injury he hit 323 with 11 doubles 14 home runs and 41 rbis in 65 games you extrapolate that out i know you love using that word uh over a full season i mean that's a massive year that's that's over 30 home runs hitting over 300 i mean 323 would have won in the batting title i think last mm-hmm. year yeah that's, that's with 30 home runs and stuff that's nuts it's just a matter of can he stay healthy i know that the white Sox really want him to kind of shy away from playing outfield and just lean more into being the dh and he does not want to do that which is a major red flag and it makes me a little more hesitant on drafting him but where he's at if i've already taken an outfielder or two i'm okay with eloy being my third outfielder off the board i'm fine with that because when he's healthy that production's going to be nuts yeah and i think his injuries have mostly been freak injuries playing the outfield right hitting and hitting like going into walls and stuff or like reaching up for the wall yep. so he showed he was healthy last year so maybe maybe i i am a little bit too low on him i should probably be higher on him because he i didn't realize he had such an amazing second half after he came back I mean, it's just it's just it's just it's like it's Eloy Robert. I just mer- I I put the two together and I just like <laughs> avoid avoid those two. Um, what are your thoughts on Corbin Carroll? I know you're a bit, you're a big prospect guy. You're a big fan of some of these uh, these younger players that are coming up or haven't even played any any games yet. But uh, what, what do you think of Carroll being in this in this tier with some other like established guys? He's an interesting one because his. He doesn't come off as the guy that has big power. I mean, he's only 5'10", 165, so he's a really not very big guy. Sorry if you're 5'10", 165, and listen to this, you're kind of small. I hate to break it to you. For a Major League Baseball player. Yeah, for a Major League Baseball player. That's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he has pop. I mean, last year he hit 27 home runs in, 
I do this math so quick. Usually. 24 home runs in 93 games in the, in the, in the minors. Yeah. And then he stole 31 bases at the same time. Mm-hmm. High walk rate at every stop in the minor leagues, like double digits or more. I mean, last year at every level, 25% walk rate, 15% walk rate, 15% walk rate hits for a good average. And last year, his sprint speed, he was the fastest person in baseball tracked by StatCast last year. So he has pop. They're going to give him – he's starting day one in the outfield for Arizona. So he's going to get the ABs. He'll likely hit towards the very top of the order because yeah. I can't imagine anybody else they'd hit leadoff for in Arizona. So he's got the speed. He has some pop. He could be a 20-home run, 40-stolen base guy this year, which would be pretty damn good. That's that's better than what Michael Harris did last year. So I'm curious to see how that power is going to translate over to the majors. But he hit he hit four home runs in 32 games. Like a home run every like eight games, which is pretty good. So yeah. he's a fun one. Real high upside. Not sure how low the floor is, but I don't think it's that low. Yeah, I, I, out of this list, he'd probably be be my lowest here. But as you said, they're all so close in ADP between seventy six and uh, eighty one, and then Marte down there at eighty seven. It just, I, I can't go for a prospect that high around seven. I'd much rather get. No, if he, if he fell, his ADP is eighty. If he fell down to to ninety, if he fell down to the, the eighth or ninth round, you know, maybe I take a look at him as as a value option there, but. I really like the other guys in this tier with that just have they've shown they've done it before that they should be able to continue doing it. Uh, Garcia and and Oscar are probably my top two. How do you feel about Adolis Garcia? I I think he's very just under the radar as a as a very solid uh, fantasy baseball outfield option. He's two he's played two full years. He's combined for 58 home runs and 191 RBIs over his past two seasons and played both full seasons. So he's averaging close to 30 home runs, 95 RBIs. Career average is only 243, but that's that's perfectly fine. And he stole 25 bases last year, too. So he has, he has sneaky speed. So, yeah, yeah. I think Gar- Garcia could definitely even maybe be better than like a, a Springer or Mullins that are in the top tier. I think the only thing that holds him back is he is a very big swing and miss guy. I mean, he's in the eighth percentile for whiff rate and ninth percentile for chase rate. Strikes out a lot, but he only had a he hit two fifty with a three hundred on base percentage last year. So not great, but yeah, he he was the first person in baseball to twenty to a twenty twenty season last year. Like he contributes everywhere, kind of outside for outside of batting average and on base. So. It's a good guy to get uh, later on in the draft like that. Yeah, I've been forgetting over these past few tiers to look at the actual ADPs at these different places because uh, for Adolis Garcia, <laughs> uh, RTS is 51, NFBC 56, uh, Fantrax 62, CBS 63. So like with that ADP, he should be high 50s up there with Varsho and Springer in that in that higher tier. But then uh, ESPN yeah. has ADP 157. For, for Dolores Garcia, so maybe, <laughs> maybe I should have just sort of just uh, not selected ESPN and got a consensus on the other ones because yeah, Garcia should should be up there with with Springer and and uh, and Varsho and 
and Robert, like just like I, like like I thought there, but 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 yeah, that's that's ridiculous. If you're in an ESPN league, you can uh, you can get them get them later. Sleeper ESPN league sleeper right there, Adolis Garcia. If you are if you are at pick one hundred and Adolis Garcia is there, I hope it is a money league that you're playing with your friends who've never watched baseball and you just cashing. Yeah, because that's nuts. Like I didn't really I knew some of them were kind of egregious, but I didn't know that like there were like a hundred picks different. That's kind of yeah yeah nuts. That's cool. Also, Eloy is 106 at ESPN, 56 at CBS, and then in the 70s everywhere else. So it did average out to, to yeah. about 76. Um, yeah, Dalton Varsho is down at ESPN and at in a fan tracks. He's at he's in late 30s, early 40s everywhere else. But yeah, this this is why for this we're not doing like actual rankings. We're just going group by group and uh, trying to figure out you know who, who we like, who we don't like, and and anything else there uh that's where we plan to get through for this episode i don't know if we if we want to this isn't even short we're going to end up being 40 minutes 45 minutes which i think is ideal or we can go into to the next yeah. tier which is when it really it really falls off what do you think i think i think we should leave it here we gotta we gotta leave the people want some more but okay. like if you guys listening we record three times a week now so you're just gonna get the rest of them in the next episode you'll have to come back and check that out but yeah, this is really where I don't want to say it falls off a cliff at this point, but it's a pretty significant difference in the quality wise. I mean, it has a spoiler alert. It has Bryce Harper in the next tier, but that's only because of Bryce Harper's obviously like a tier one yeah. guy, but like he's hurt for isn't he out till like after all star break? Uh, that's that's the, the timeline as of now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so like we 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 can go ahead and, and tease that that top tier we're gonna be talking about uh, next time if you like. Oh yeah, uh, that next tier is Byron Buxton, Stephen Kwan, Bryce Harper, Anthony Santander, Christian Yelich, and MJ Melendez. So yeah, that is that, who we will cover on the next one. Yeah, that's ADP uh, one hundred three to one eighteen. Which I mean, it is a decent drop off because the last guy we talked about, Starling Marte, in the in this just in this tier there was uh, eighty seven. So yeah, I think that this next tier we're talking about kicking off next show with, um, you have to have at least two outfielders after uh, after round ten, at least. Yeah. If not, just get get all get all three, get them out of the way, and then you can move on to to pitching and and infield. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even hate it if you had five outfielders right now. Yeah, I mean, if you're in a five <laughs> outfielder league, but like, if you should have your outfield filled out by now, and, and then just be able to take some of these question marks later on, shoot for that high upside. I love a high upside. That's really what you need to be doing because second base and outfield are pro- probably the shallowest of the two in terms of top talent, and then everybody else. So that's what you want to be focusing on earlier in the drafts, just to make sure you're not one of those people that's left behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll get into that more uh, next show. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Fake Baseball, uh, on YouTube at Fake Baseball Money, TikTok at Fake Baseball Money, Instagram. I think is also fake. We're Fake Baseball Money everywhere except Twitter because Fake Baseball is just too cool, and also Fake Baseball Money is, is too long for Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, follow us there. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to the Baseball Money is Fake feed, and leave us a five-star rating and review, so we can uh, have something to read here next show, maybe leave your uh, favorite baseball take or favorite take of ours we've had so far, or our worst take. You know, Call us out. As, lo- as long as it's five stars, 
new release for review. We'll take it. We'll read it on the show. <laughs> and uh, yeah, turn on auto download as well. So whenever the uh, episode gets published, it's just right there in your feed, automatically ready to go. Yeah. And you can catch me on Twitter at Balake, B-U-H-H-L-O-C-K-A-Y-E. And you can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. And we'll catch you guys next time. Peace.